2: Recorded live. Hello, this is Michael and Social Religion Dystopia, and, uh, we have, uh, Mike and Gail Patton, uh, from SexualAbuseDemons.com and their ministry of helping folks to be freed from, uh, demons and, uh, come to know the Lord, so, uh be a very interesting show last week we tried to do a show and it was a fantastic show but as part of course the uh, it didn't record
3: <laughs> 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 and
2: so no one heard it uh so uh, hopefully this time around uh, we're going to start out the show this time around uh asking for the blessings of our heavenly father so and as fast uh well, alright with you mike uh We'll start uh, prayers. That uh, uh, I don't. know. Would you like to start out, Mike? Do that. You, you go ahead.
3: You're okay. You're on I'll, the
2: road. I'll do it. I will do it. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, oh, we are so grateful this moment, this time, to uh, to know you, to represent you, to represent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we ask your mercy and your blessings, that, uh, we will be able to serve you, get the message out, and that, uh, we will help, uh, your children and, uh, help folks to be freed from, um, the enemy and his minions that are many, and, um, And let people know that there is an answer, and it's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God, thank you so much for Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you, God. Amen. Um,
4: How about you, Mike? All right. I'm going to start out by always seems like God gives me the unusual and then guilt. Really, she spends hours a day in the Bible and working with people, but I usually have to kind of wait and God gives me something and it seems, sounds strange sometimes, but usually when I do it or people receive it, it works. So this time, it seemed like today was a real extremely busy day, but I picked up a, a little pamphlet book I've looked at before and I found a little insert card in there and it seemed that, uh, the Lord seemed to impress on me to hang on to it today, and just a minute ago, He told me to read these demons off, and that during the program, if people would would receive it, that they would be delivered from these spirits. That they get into your program and you know get into what the men said, and so I'm just going to read off a few of them. They seem to be pretty prominent evil spirits and I'm gonna start off with pride and you've got envy we've got greed I've got anger I've got glutton I've got sloth I've got lust now think of that as a Christmas cookie kind you know all <laughs> <Just throw laughs> that up you gonna have a real cookie aren't you <laughs>
3: <laughs> but
4: I I think that this doesn't cover all demons but it it hits it hits a few, especially around this time of year. I think, um, because uh, statistics, you know, people say uh, statistics don't lie, but lie you know liars do, you know. So the statistics can be skewed, but I think some of the statistics I've seen that I feel like are pretty accurate show that Christmas and Christmas people go into debt and spend a good bit of the year trying to get out of debt. And always around holidays, I've noticed so much tension and uh, angst in families. And it's almost like, of course, you add alcohol or different things and you you, uh, want to invite even the ones that have been having so much problem. Nobody wants them in their home. You want everybody to be merry and happy. (laughs) What generally happens is like a, you know, when a teapot starts uh, boiling and it blows over. So uh, I just wanted to see if you thought that was a good way to start, kick something off.
2: Yeah, well, it's definitely this this time of year, I definitely noticed this uh, past couple of weeks for myself at least, there's been a heightened level of spiritual warfare and tension in my own personal life. And I've noticed that with other folks uh, uh, whether it's within the family or even demonic warfare. Um, I've had several people contact me this week uh, having a heightened level of actually even uh, seeing, like myself, a demo- demonic entity. So <laughs> so it's just, sometimes mm-hmm. the best thing to do is, uh, is uh, maybe to stay away from trouble <laughs> and if these certain situations, you know what I mean? Like family and all that. So it's like, instead of, uh, inviting problems, uh, Oh, I guess an like example would be yesterday. Uh, my mom, mother called I love her, to that. And so instead of having a conversation, I just stopped it in the midstream and I just started praying for her and for the family. And then it says, I've to go." <laughs> I love you, mom. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes it really is the best way of going about it because it's kind of, it's kind of, instead of, it stops all the negativity or any, you know, on both ends. You know what I mean? Or even stuff mm-hmm. that you that, that, that's, my, that's coming out of my own mouth. You know what I mean? So, and uh, as as far as Christmas goes and all that kind of stuff, you know, like you said, Mike, a, a lot of it. It is designed, it's not really designed to be uh, revolved around our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's revolved around putting people in debt, materialism, uh, enslaved into debt for the rest of the year. And uh, uh, things that, in the end of the day, they don't need. Things you don't need. And, And people don't really appreciate that much anyways after, you know, they tear off all the the rapping and all that, it's like, hey, let's go watch television or go play video games or, you know what I mean? <laughs> go back to texting on my phone, you know what I mean? Hey, I just bought you a present. Uh, oh, who are you again? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I got to go back on my phone and text. I'm sorry. I didn't know who you, you're my dad? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So so it's, it's, it's become quite sad and, and uh, absurd the whole thing. So. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, I think I- We've had an interesting week, but I'll bet Chase learned a lot. Merry Christmas to Chase. He had a great yeah, yeah. Christmas present.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yes, I guess, I guess I should share a little bit about it because Mike was asking. And although I mentioned a little bit, about it, I did a show last night with uh, Tom Dunn from uh, Through the Black, and we talked a little bit about that, but I guess I'll share a little more. So, yeah, Tuesday um, when we went to Mike, our car, you know, in the garage. And uh, our garage is in the back of the place, the house that we have, where we live. Um, My place, I call it the Daddy House, right? Uh, uh, His mom's place is the house that we originally, you know, they got. But so that's the home. But I live in a a quadplex, as a house is divided into four units. And, uh, anyways, walk into the car. And then the neighbor's garage is next to ours. And as I walk into the car, I look to my right. And above the garage, there's this huge demonic head. The ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was just, and I just, I got, I just, got, and I just rebuked it, you know, in the name of, you know, Jesus and the blood and, and uh, you know, Oh, let's do. Get the heck out of here. And uh, I ended up taking a couple pictures. Uh, Was it one or two? I think actually it was one. Maybe it was one. And 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 uh, actually the the demonic head that I actually I saw I didn't get a picture of, but I captured several other demonic heads that I actually didn't see. So, uh, anyways. I saw it. My son didn't. But when this attack, it my son got sick and uh, got really sick. And uh, and that night,
3: that evening, that night, he,
2: you know, gets a a called a cough and and I ended up having to take him to the hospital. The doctor, not the hospital, and uh, and he just ghost ghostly white. And he didn't go to school that day, and um anyways, I just had two nights, just restless nights, and then the next night, uh like four in the morning i I couldn't sleep uh, so I, I was just sleeping in his bed, laying in his bed, basically. I finally fell asleep, and about four in the morning, I hear some footsteps outside his bedroom window. Uh, like bipedal footsteps. It didn't sound like anything big, but it's just for the, like something you know, walking, past and back and forth. And the first time I heard it, I just it just got registered. And I heard it the second time, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. And then the third time, I was so mad. And when I re- I rebuked it, and it was the loudest prayer you ever heard in your life at four in the morning. And my son, I woke my son up. He jumped out of bed. And i and i and I screamed at it, and this is you know the power and authority and the blood of Jesus Christ, you know, I rebuke you and bind you in the, in the name of Jesus, and demand you to leave and uh, you know, and it was interesting at the very same time, this is four in the morning, my neighbor upstairs is his brother Christ, had just come home from work, and he said, you know later on that day just to make the story short, he says, you know, Mike, uh I I saw something like like four in the morning in our yard. And he said it was like a like a pencil thin figure walking back and forth in the yard. And he rebuked it as well. And then he drove back and forth the neighborhood a couple of times. And uh and he said, you know, after that, you know, he actually friended me on Facebook to see some of this, you know, my work and stuff. Is, he's a believer now. He's a believer now.
3: <laughs>
2: now. These things are going on around here. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, the thing is, though, they attacked my son, and that's just absolutely... It's, it's infuriated me. It's really... That was the one thing the devil never should have done, has attacked my son. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean... It's, it, although I have to say it's been a very exhausting week and uh, a sleepless couple of nights. So that was really exhausting to have it happen. And I see, I I, I talked to you. Did I talk to you, Gail, about what happened that morning about what my, my neighbor saw? Um, uh,
0: no, but I heard what you told Tom.
2: I heard that. Okay. So so you I must have talked to you. That day, mm-hmm. uh, uh, let me see. So I must have talked to you. What day did we talk? Was that Tuesday or Wednesday? It must have been Wednesday morning. We <laughs> talked. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. So, Wednesday, so th- yeah. that <laughs> that, sh- that shadow figure and that whatever was walking by my son's window was the next night.
3: Mm-hmm. So, so that mm-hmm. was the
2: day. That was the, the the night after taking him to the doctors and the. And my son called, mother calling the police. <laughs> she called the police because, you know, I end up, you know, I we get back from the doctors and then you call. That was really cool. And then, I don't know if you know, uh, Erica from Tedline. And later on tonight,
3: uh-huh.
2: you know, Shannon, you know, Shannon, of course, from Omega Man Radio. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be, mm-hmm. uh, I, if it works out, I mean, erica asked me to join her on shannon's show tonight to talk about this stuff at 11 o'clock oh. tonight so she called right after you called Ooh. and so i spent you know two hours and I, did, I forgot to call her so she's all freaked out and called the police so that's the reason why no wait a
3: minute um, I... I, was,
2: I was talking to you so she called the police anyway she used to called police anyways She's got evil spirits going on with her, so pray pray for her, William mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, it's, it's a long story. It's been a long week, and obviously these demonic entities are very very upset. If you want to see these images, folks, you just go to my Facebook page and you can see them. I mean, they're they're huge. You talk about people talk about these nephilim type spirits, uh, huge ones. That's they're there, and they're in backyard and some of my neighbor's yard in the front and they're just uh like uh circling the the camp if you will but i you know obviously we're doing something right if they're so upset that they're uh going after me
3: <laughs>
2: you know, what, what, I, what I don't do
0: know what time are you going to be on shannon I'm, i wanted to hear more about your talk with uh Erica, that could have been very interesting, but what time tonight? We have a business associate coming over, and I'm not sure we can tune in at the right time, but what time would that be?
2: 11 o'clock my time. Late show. Okay,
0: so hey. our time. We might be able to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it will be recorded anyways. You know it
4: is. So one thing, uh, one thing is, is, let me say something, There's I think is positive. See, demons hate worse than anything else to be exposed. Now, what kept Gail and many other people from ministry in it is not seeing them and see you're smoking them out and making them angry. They're appearing and see, that's good. You know, if people aren't meant to be Christians, aren't meant to do this, let them be afraid and run away. But others will run to it because they want evidence of what we talk about.
2: Yeah, I mean that's uh, empirical I, despite, evidence. Yeah, I think that's part. I guess I'm. I guess that's what I am. Maybe uh, as smoke a,
3: them
2: a, out. I, I'm, I'm Bigfoot bait, is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I I don't put it like that. Demon bait, is what I am. am. <laughs> if, you,
4: if you've got enough anointing to smoke them out. See, that's, that's always the biggest problem the enemy. In fact, friends of mine, in Vietnam told me that the hardest part of the whole thing was finding them. You see what I'm saying? So I, I look at, you seem to be getting an an abundance of this, you know? So you'll draw more people to your site to pray for you, to help you work with you, but also to become believers. So I, I look at the uh, brighter side, as long as it's happened to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding my brother. Well,
3: I, I just thought I'd have some fun.
2: I, I think the biggest thing uh, Is helping people realize That it's really not that Difficult Once you recognize the signs And how to find these things But then again it, Also the warning signs Of what's going to happen And, and, and what, what all this entails So like There's some stuff about like quote-unquote Bigfoot and uh, cryptozoology and, and uh, the paranormal research. See, they don't tell people the whole truth,
3: <clears throat>
2: probably because most of the people that get involved in this stuff have no idea what's going on. And those people at the top who do don't want them to know because they actually want you, folks, to get demonized and demon-possessed because that's exactly what they want to happen to you. See, yeah. So so most people don't realize That when you spend all your time researching Bigfoot or ghosts or whatever it may be, that you're just inviting yourself to a whole bunch of trouble. And if you're not, if you don't put God first and foremost in your life, then what do you think is going to happen? You think this is, see, most people think, oh, this is just some harmless little hobby and this is about fun and there's no big problem, but they don't realize that what's actually running all this stuff are witches and Satanists that worship the devil, that worship these demons, and that uh, they're going to get demonized by these things. They're going to get demon-possessed by these things. Their lives are going to get ruined. Their, Their families are going to get, lives are going to get ruined. They could ruin their whole neighborhoods, their whole cities. Not only that, though, but you also there's even a bigger picture than that at this point, too. Because if this is, like a lot of us are feeling, it's getting closer to the final hour. And what we're, I'm starting to see from other people throughout the country and the world is that these demons are manifesting in and, 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 and greater numbers. It's just where I'm coming from. And that more people are starting to see What I'm seeing, because I guess like a couple people this week have said, you know, because I was willing to, I guess, willing to make a a a blankety blank of myself, you know what I mean? That they're like it opened their eyes to say, oh, I can see this too in my in my own photographs, and and I I I, I recognize the the symptoms, the signs in in my in my own community uh, with X structures and all these. That, that You know, these trees being literally ripped apart, you know, every branch being literally ripped off. And these X structures and teepee structures and trees that are 50 foot tall and that are been, you know, removed, you know, 100 yards away or, or even more from one its original location. And this is what these demons are doing. It's not some giant ape. These are demonic entities yeah, that are doing this. That. And so that's if these long. are... Go ahead. It's Go ahead. not
0: human cl- that's out there destroying in trees and putting them in certain positions because it's a, you know, because it's all over the place.
2: Yeah, because they they hate God, they hate God and God's creation, and they hate us. This is what they don't understand. So, the the the, the, the people, the worldly people, or the people that are even those the Satanists and and, and, and whatever, just the, those who don't know God. When they see these these tree structures and all that stuff, they go, Wow, this is really cool. These are amazing creatures. Now when I see that, and what anybody with any rational sense, just, you know, should look at it and go, This is really bad news, folks. This is an expression of something that hates God and God's creation. Nothing. There's no creature out there that that I know of, even, you know, birds that build bird's nests and all that, they don't go around destroying everything. You know, what animal do you know that just goes through a whole forest and destroys it all deliberately? And by the way, I'm not making that up, folks. There's, there's forests throughout the whole country. And there are literally YouTube channels dedicated to this. Well, mm-hmm.
4: oh, it's uh, a very similar pattern or at least alongside the uh, alien encounter thing. Now, Gail used to go nuts, and she loved all that stuff, and I think thought it was real until she got into demons more and realized it was these were demon entities that were appearing and disappearing. And Is that right, Gail?
0: Uh-huh, that's true, and it's interesting the research Michael's done about how Bigfoot and the aliens, uh, you know, um, from outer space, you know, that kind of UFO-type activities tend to go together. Oh yeah.
4: Absolutely. Well, it's not from outer space, though. They're no, from...
0: I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> what people think yeah. are UFOs from outer space go together with Bigfoot. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, they. Oh. The little big Bigfoots and little green men. If you <laughs> look at, you know, the different patterns and all, they they kind of paralleled in one sense of people. And then people have gone absolutely nuts. You can listen to them and had such encounters, and I'm convinced they really did, and these spirits drew them in by the same way you're talking about, a little too much research on them, I, and when I say that, I mean without the knowledge of what they really are, until I think these entities find them a good home, and they are <laughs> nuts, you know, They and they get on TV shows and talk about what they've seen, and I have no no doubt that they've seen that. Uh, one of the things that i I used to deal with a lot of alcoholics and mainly I'm sure druggies now, but mainly alcoholics back then, and they would talk about the things they saw and and I really believe that what happens when a person takes enough drugs or drinks enough that it it brings the screen down of our our natural our, the uh, protection God gave us now to be we shouldn't be able to see in the spirit realm. Unless the Lord bless us from time to time to do what He wants us to do, but you you get a person that has DTS and they see all these critters. Well, I've seen most of them they described, you know, but only on occasion. I'm I'm yeah. drifting off into <laughs> into the epidural
3: <habit laughs>
4: But you know, all this stuff is really uh gets more intense in these latter days.
2: Well, it seems to be that way. It seems to be at least in, from what I'm hearing, for, you know, as I put the pieces together and in his, as and his individual share of this, that, and other, you know. And, and and it's funny. A lot of the people that are sharing this with me are very celebrating. They go, this is awesome. Look what I found here, man. I, look what I captured on film. And then, like, sharing this thing. And it's like, is this a Bigfoot? Is this a dog, man? I'm looking at it. Like, That's a demon. How's, hmm. come, what's wrong with you? And, they're, and can't you see all the other demons around it you know but they're just looking at the one thing and they're so because they're so I guess they just, just then denial is what they're really and I I, I, I can think of but you know when I pointed out to them and I say well look Okay, so you're looking at the one dark figure right there, and I can see that you're, you are know, you see some of the hair and all that kind of stuff, but what about the white figure to the left of it, and all the other ones over there, and other, and, then, and once I bring it up, they're like, oh yeah, oh you're right, and then people go, oh yeah, I can see the demons too, oh my gosh,
3: <laughs> and the thing is,
2: that's what's going on, that these things are manifested, and it is very disturbing, and um uh, you know, a very good friend of mine, a brother in Christ. You know, he, he asked a very good question today. we were having a conversation. He says, "How come I'm not seeing it?" And I said, "I don't know. I count your blessings that you're not seeing it. I hope you never do see it. That's my prayer is that no one. I don't want anybody to see this. This is not like a wonderful experience for for me. Now, well, if yeah, I, if yeah. I was more anchored in Christ, like say mike is and you are gail and have more of that uh, uh see i i i, I kind of think i think i'm kind of going the way uh, approaching this backwards
4: i'm you know Actually, I, have, well, I have let me explain this to you i'm 72 and going on 73 you're going through a you know you're you're going through a normal what you're going through god teaching you and I'm, you know, he's giving you a lot more than I got at it, at your period of time. So I would just, I would just keep trusting God to lead you like you're, you know, like he's got you going because you're doing fine.
2: Well, I know one thing it's forcing me to have a prayer life like I've never had.
3: <laughs>
4: you know what I mean?
2: I'm honestly, cause it's yeah. like uh, everything else doesn't seem to matter that much. Uh, That's just, just uh prayer life just seems to to really matter. And uh, I, I look at folks who are in deliverance ministries, and I have the utmost admiration.
3: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Well,
2: who we
1: are
0: in deliverance ministry? You know, your friend said, "Oh, I don't see him. I don't see him." You know, count your lucky stars. You don't see them.
4: That's Amen. no excuse
0: for not. Uh, it, there's no excuse for not casting out demons. I've never seen a demon. I've seen manifestations, but I have cast out many, many, many demons and people have gotten free from this, that, and the other, including the stuff that goes bump in the night, diseases, everything else. So if somebody says, Oh, I don't see them. So I'm off the hook. No, they're not. Nobody's off the hook just because they don't have the discerning of spirits, gift of discerning of spirits.
2: Or the curse is
4: discerning of spirits. One thing you can do is say, Well brother, I'll pray I'll pray for you that that one'll come wake you up. I, I had witches oh, do that to me. I, I, I mocked the the fact that <laughs> there were demons and they taught me a lesson, but it woke me up to the fact they were real. And mine was a Bigfoot size look shaped entity, hairy, big, ugly, <laughs> you know. Back back before I'd even heard b- about a Bigfoot.
2: What's up with this 3.30 in the morning thing, too? What's up with that, this bewitching hour thing of 3 to 4 o'clock? Like that happened again last night, you know? But it it was, you know, something woke me up. I didn't hear anything, but something just woke me up. And I just, I would, I just, oh, no, you don't. That's what I said. I said, and I just said, if there's any witches, (laughs) any sorcerers, any, you know, I just went through the whole list of things. I rebuke, I, I, you know, rebuke you, bind you, uh, et cetera, go through the whole thing. And, um, and I went back to sleep. So. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
2: that. But, yeah, you know, but it's, it's easier for yeah. me to do that when I'm by myself. It's another thing. When when I was with my son and he was pale white and I'm like, oh my gosh, my son. I'm oh like, God, It's is like hell. You know, it's, it's when it's your own child. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's you, yeah. it's hard not to fret over your own child, and and I understand it's it's all my it's my lack of faith in my own in God. I know it's lack of faith in Jesus. I know it's and I'm learning, but thank gosh she's thank gosh she's thank you know that's one thing that Jesus is teaching me what real love is. That was one thing that this the friend that was we were having this conversation was teaching me as because you know learning about what love really is and. And, and Jesus, that's one thing he does teach man is what love really is. You know, <laughs> you know? Well, uh, patience, right? You <laughs> have a lot of patience for a critter like actually, me. Well, <laughs> actually, would be surprised
4: how much power and authority children have over demons. I've, I've been in churches where the three-year-olds were brought up to, to get people delivered of horrendous devils. They have no you know, they being properly taught, they they have they're pure, they're not into sin and they have no uh they no reservations about going after the Savior.
0: Not only that, but young children, especially young children, is a marvel, you know, older children too, but it's a marvel to see the young children. They enjoy it. People have a tendency, oh get the kid out of the room, There's, they're gonna manifest demons, we're casting out demons. No. The younger a kid learns that he has power in the name of Jesus, the better off he is, and they love it. They love to see people set free from mm-hmm. demons and healed.
2: Well, that would be, awesome. <laughs> be
0: awesome
2: to see He's my done. son, a warrior for, for, for our Lord's Savior.
4: That would be awesome. That's what you I pray for. Just <laughs> time with him, so I mean, <laughs> we
3: do
4: People ask me, "What are the credentials?" Well, can you say, "Come out in the name of Jesus"? You got it, buddy. You go for it now, or lay hands on and pray the person's healed. I mean, most of what's wrong with the body of Christ is in the waiting instead of the doing.
2: Right, and I guess it's also fear too. It's like you know, like in Acts, the book of Acts, and. When, uh, that one demon, that one, oh, that one, in, uh, gosh, what's the story again? You guys know what I'm going to talk about here. I'm going to butcher it. But where the one demon says, oh, yeah, I know, was it Paul? And I know, was it Jesus? And I know Paul, but who are you? Yeah, no, I'll se- tell
4: you, seven sons of Sceva. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember exactly which which verse it is. Which chapter seven, I think, we but I can look at see. About it.
4: Oh. Yeah, just tell about it. Does I thought it Look at uh, like, that in the
0: Bible. Yeah, Seven Sons of Sceva. Yeah, that's a really, really, that's a great story. You know, so and so I know, Paul I know, Apollo I know, but who, you know. <laughs> anyway, it is, it's a really good story. We should read it.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I guess a lot of <laughs> folks don't want to be that one, that guy where they're, you know, being pounced on by one of these demons, right?
1: Well, actually, not so clever
4: that did the demonic found on seven seven sons of Skitha.
0: Yeah, and they and stripped them tore their clothes off. Yeah, tore their clothes off. It's amazing, you know what demons can do. But but we can. Um, a lot of people say don't talk to them. We I I'll talk to them if they talk because they they will spill the beans and it helps you get people delivered. So I I like to just let them talk. But you can make them quit doing the the things that uh, they're trying to do. Um the seven sons of Sceva is in that, is chapter nineteen of Acts.
2: Okay. Chapter nineteen of Acts, okay. Do you want to read it? Is that what you want to do? Or do you want to just uh mention it?
0: Well sure. We go ahead. do that. I'll I'm I'm I've got got it here quick. And okay, um, once you've already got it, you can read it.
2: Let's see how long is it? Well I could try to do this. And it came to pass that while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast from uh, Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard, whether there be any Holy Ghost. He said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John John's baptism, and then said Paul, John verily uh, baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him that is uh, on Christ Jesus. Then they heard this. They were baptized in the name of Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. And they went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. But when uh diverse. You could go were...
0: eleven where the story starts.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want me to go where to seven eleven?
0: Uh, yeah, verse eleven, yeah.
2: Okay, and so we we'll go all three eleven. So, uh, God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick uh, handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and evil spirits went out of them. Interesting. Uh, it's good that we read this, because it ties tie into what we're going to talk about a little bit here. And then certain of the uh, megabond Jews and exorcists took upon them to call over them, which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you, by Jesus, whom Paul preacheth, And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, a chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and the Greeks as, uh, excuse me, also dwelled, dwelling in Ephesus, and f- fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you want to breathe anymore or just, is that good enough?
3: Well,
0: I mean, think that's, that's pretty much, you know, that's
4: a, that's pretty a much good, is good teaching because shows that there are people that think they can do this because they've got some kind of spiritual knowledge. They're always talking to me about some kind of goofy kind of deal they're into. But in the name of Jesus, he was able, you know, you can get rid of them. But these demons themselves, you know, they they said, Paul preaches Jesus and Paul preaches Jesus, but you don't know Jesus. So bam, here you go, bro. Here you go, bro.
3: <laughs>
0: aren't stupid they, they know a lot they've been around a long time that verse is 15 it says and the evil spirit answered and said Jesus I know and Paul I know but who are you and then he let him have it
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah. you know with, with they, these sons, have
2: so these sons yeah. of Sceva is this because they were they believers of Jesus or were they no uh, no. no so they weren't believers of Jesus they were just Jews Jude.
4: When you, when we read scripture, we don't have to be real technical, but you got to, most people are afraid to believe what it uh, says. Now, this little kid was listening to some people telling why various verses didn't mean what it said. And he said, well, why didn't Jesus just say what he what he meant? (laughs) So here, when you're reading it, you're finding out. Paul knew, which means he was born again. He knew yeah. him. Paul knew him, but you boys don't. So you got no authority. I'm fixing to kick your behind. <laughs> 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 well, it's
2: okay, Kissler. So here's another thing, too. We go back to um, uh, verse uh, 11, is it? Yeah, 11, where, hmm. um, or to 12. The handkerchief 12 thing. Yeah, where the, so 12 is so so uh so that the from his body went so, so his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and diseases departed from them and evil spirits went out of them What is it exactly saying there folks are they saying that they would just bring these certain uh, clothes items from the sick and then what no they
0: well they usually know They brought to them uh, handkerchiefs and aprons. Like, have you ever heard of a prayer cloth? I've Where heard somebody, um, yeah, like Paul, they then Peter and John, people would get healed just by by um, their shadow passing over them. But they also would get healed by having a handkerchief from them or a piece of clothing from them. You, they just took the clothing from John or Peter or Paul. Or Apollos or some of those Philip. One day he'll be
3: sending those out yeah, you'll
0: be sending those out to people. Mm-hmm. And the and the and the demons, um the demons will will respond to those these these things because um we we pray over the the um prayer cloth we they're called prayer cloths, but it doesn't have to be a cloth. It can be a piece of clothing. You it's take nice it to the sick prayer. person and the demons will flee. The, the well, diseases are demons. You know, and this is another verse that indicates that diseases are demons. They, they oh, yeah. departed from the, the people of the sick, and the de- diseases departed. You know, the it's like it's like it's um it's uh, the diseases, uh, had a the diseases had a verb right after there that they departed. You know, it doesn't say. Uh, well, that and the, it's it, true. The, it's the, true that how
2: much that the connection between de- demons and diseases, because like well, what I experienced with my son, right. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I saw what happened with that demonic uh, attack, and I never seen anything like it. And, and the, what my son's face looked like, and what was really weird was for that though, that day that he was home from school, he was obsessed looking in a mirror. And I bet you that was the demon mm-hmm. looking back at it.
4: I, I it was one hundred percent. Hundred percent correlation, and so, not ninety nine point nine hundred percent.
2: But the funny thing was, I, I think that morning, or okay, this is, goes back to that morning with that, where my, my neighbor saw that shadow entity, that you know, that stick figure, you know, running. Uh, this is what I think happened when I rebuked that thing. And I mean, I rebuked it hard—the loudest prayer you ever heard a man pray in your life—and <laughs> it was, it was short. And when I screamed it out, it like, it, it hurt my throat. You know what I mean? That's all how, how it was. And uh, and then he's doing it on, uh, on the other side of the property, right? So this demonic entity—this is because he told me that it was running back and forth chaotically. So I think <laughs> that it was. Getting hit by him and me, you know, he's rebuking at one end of the property and I rebuking the other end of the property. And he didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like, "Oh my gosh, why did this happen?" You know, he was thinking he was doing something clever. And I think right after that, and I just said, "You know what?" And and apparently, like afterwards, like um, I had to go to the dentist and get a crown, right? And so I wasn't able to take, pick him up from school, and I didn't see him more than so I called up the neighbor that, that, that had had him, and so how's he looking? How's he doing? This is fine. All right, that's the way it goes. Okay, that's the way it goes. I guess it was just a lesson I had to learn. How demons operate and what they do. But demons really do cause disease. They really will make you
3: sick.
2: Yeah. I uh, so,
4: They are disease a cancer. I call it, call out cancer. Call out. See any kind of affliction is a spirit. It just is. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but they come in and do damage. It's no, not it's, that they don't.
2: It's not crazy at all. Now, this goes back to, you know, looking at it uh, globally or worldly, whatever you want to say. Um, you know, as far as God's creation as a whole, and what's going on right now, what they're doing to the forests and to the oceans and everything. I mean, they're literally poisoning everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, and what... Yeah, People are, what I'm trying to share with people is that they're, it's almost like God's allowing, it's like allowing these things to judge us. It's like, it kind of, you know, if you think about the, okay, the Babylonian Empire, right? It, at one time, the, ba- the Babylon, you know, had the, was one of the seventh wonders of the world, right, with its hanging gardens and everything. And after it was judged by God, well, what what did it turn into? A desolate oh. wasteland, right? <laughs> What what did he use to judge it with? I honestly believe he uses these demonic entities and these spirits from principalities on down to do it.
4: He He gives an example in the Bible. Israel, when they stepped out of line real bad, he he let their enemies beat them really bad. And that's a description of or an analogy of us and the demons. As long as we're staying under his protective covering, you know, we we can depend on him to take care of us. But when we step out and not say there ain't battles, but when we step out, we get snot beat out of us. In other words, when you get into sin, because I have people all the time, wanting me to get them delivered, they're doing stuff they know they shouldn't do. I said, man, if I could do that, I'd do it for myself first. I can't even do it for myself if I'm doing <laughs> what I know to do wrong. And then I want to be free. Good luck. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hear you.
0: And the thing about it was, it doesn't matter what kind of a demon it is, you know, this thing where Mike said, he, he, I don't re- operate in the word of knowledge, in the gift, he has the gift of knowledge. And when he tells somebody, buddy something, uh, and they receive it, and they with, uh, they with they get healed because, and if they don't receive it, what the word, and Mike usually tells them like he did to you tonight, that the Lord was, urging him to read that list of pride envy greed anger gluttony sloth lust because people if they received it they could be they could be free from it because when the and the Lord tells them different things but um, you know if a person it it, it, let me give you my favorite story of a healing that changed my attitude toward healing I realized that um, what happens when a person receives receives your ministry, my ministry, Mike's ministry. He, he had a uh, his uh, friend who was a Marine colonel, who was a retired Marine colonel. It, it dragged him out to see a friend of his who was a retired Marine general. And at the time, he was the uh, sheriff in Los Angeles. He was dying from a brain tumor. And um, th- uh, I'm hoping this will change your theology and a lot of people's theology. <laughs> He was Catholic, and um, he um, he went. They went down to meet him at a restaurant because Mike's friend and 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 Ken the the his uh, they had seen a lot of people get healed from a lot of things through deliverance and and prayer. But um, they he dragged him down to see this guy, even though he only had two weeks to live. The doctor said, "Go home, get your affairs in order, because you're going to be dead in two weeks." So they meet him at this restaurant in uh, San Juan Capistrano and um, they're sitting there there at the table and Mike um, cast out the brain tumor and uh, then after he was really happy he's know, like and so Ken and Mike are asking well are you healed and he says yeah well how do you know you're healed because I can feel it's not there and he said uh, and so Mike said okay you ready to get saved, to get born again and he said yeah you get somebody delivered from one bondage, you cast out their demons, no matter whether it's a a bondage of, um, of a shadow man or if it's a bondage of a disease, and they will hear what you
2: have to say about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Right, that's my prayer. That's my hope. Yeah. Especially if you, if you remind them. They just get to spend attorney's with all these awful things too. Who wants to have yeah, experience with one of those things? It's like I don't want to spend attorney with you guys. Yeah, it's a nasty, <laughs> It's a nasty things, man. Some really nasty things. And you know, uh, it's like some of the, the the images that I've captured, folks, that are the gods. Uh, I guess uh, has allowed me to to allowed to be uh, to to capture. I mean. I mean, can you imagine just uh, being surrounded by these things, by the millions of it? Just uh, nah, no, thank you. Or you could just spend eternity with God in the light with God. <laughs> I think I'll take the ladder. <laughs> it's really that simple. So, you uh, you folks, got something interesting coming up uh, this evening. Uh, are you allowed to, to talk about any of that in particular? Or is that something to keep down low confidential for now?
4: Buddy, we can talk about anything. I talk about anything and everything. And then some things I shouldn't <laughs> talk about probably, yeah, well, yeah I think somebody problem, out there is wanting to hear something because let me tell you, we should not be afraid of these suckers. They should be afraid. They are afraid of us now. And the way you can tell that is once you jump on them, you'll notice nothing ever happens to you. They either shut up or they leave or something, depending on your experience, which experience is just faith. Faith is assurance and things so far you have not seen. But when you've, uh, when you've defeated a few of them, every one you do uh, helps you because it's like riding a bicycle. You can get better and better and better. Now, some people quit riding a bicycle for a long time, but that doesn't mean if they get going again, they can't get back on it and learn, you know, get back going early because you know, the gift doesn't leave. Unfortunately, the gifts of the Spirit don't leave necessarily when a person goes bad. And sometimes we watch a lot of that and it's confusing to see somebody gift of the Lord cooperating with Satan. But those are some of the things we just have to, it is what it is. The tares are going to grow up with the wheat. But the main thing I think that your people would help them to you know these spirits I enlisted off or any other afflictions or infirmities. they need to get after them in the name of Jesus and get them out of their life. Cause we ain't got time to fool with that. we got work to do.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> now, you know, another interesting thing about this whole scenario is, um, they, they do, they do become the demons are not stupid. They know who you are they know the power that you will use the name of jesus he'll use it they're starting to realize that and they're going to know more and more because one of the most interesting experiences we had as far as the most fun i think we may have i don't know if we spoke of it one of the first programs we did with you but remember the time we went to the five-star resort that was spectacular and we cast out a whole bunch of ghosts
3: oh yeah, yeah.
0: um yeah that was really fun we we it was just amazing how many ghosts there were in this place. I mean, it was one thing after hmm. another. Demons. They were demons, but they were acting like ghosts. Indians screaming, lady. You know the old hag thing. You know everything. They oh, had boy. it. They had yeah. it all. But throwing not a bottles. the throwing bottles. The 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 bartender had bottles thrown at him. You know, and it, the the um in the pro shop there the the cage would go down and lock. I mean, just you name it they were so terrified to go into the chapel because of what was going on in there. They wouldn't even tell us what was going on. But here's the thing. This is my point. We did not have one single manifestation. But we did cast out all those ghosts. They were gone after we left. See, you don't have to have them manifest. You have power in the name of Jesus. It does not matter it's if they, they show up.
4: That's fear and They take off before you get yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. They, they take, take off knowing, knowing what's going to happen. They're, they're not stupid. Amen.
2: Yeah, you, you guys are really giving me some. Uh, you're charging my batteries because I tell you, I was kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> come out, you demon. <clears throat> Amen. Amen.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: um, and I'm not being facetious there either, folks. I'm joking around. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that um, I was really down the past couple of days. I was like, this isn't really worth doing anymore, especially after, you know, uh, seeing these big, big demons and having them circle my home. And I'm like, and, you know, you guys are giving me some, really boosting my morale, m- morale and realizing that, you know, this is because, you know, all they're trying to do is trying to if they're putting this amount of energy to try to, to discourage me to do doing this. And there's, well, let me there's, you. there's something to what I'm doing. That's worth doing. <laughs>
4: yeah, They're scared. They're scared of what you're doing. Now picture this. Goliath steps up and Saul says, are you kidding me? And everybody else says, are you kidding me? And then somebody that God's dealing with him, having to do something, talking to him. he shows up and he says, little david said are you kidding me give me a you know give me a few rocks and a slingshot you know and and he let him have it because he the bible says he's in us is greater than he's in the in satan in the devil and so we don't and we have power to tread over all the power and authority of the devil so brother you just i know we all kind of get beat up get a little tired sometime because we're human and then what we got to awesome. realize We've been having a pity party, and it was a lot of fun, but we need to just knock out that kind of fun and have the other kind. And that's getting after them and getting rid of them.
3: <laughs> 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 right. I, yeah. Well, well I right? think They're trying the, to the, to the exhausting to to
2: part of it, I guess the exhausting part of it is, is my own personal lack of faith and fear and uh, anything else, I guess I get, there's stuff i got to.
4: Get out of my Bro, life. that's I the way all of, all of us are getting. I mean, we may sound like we don't have these battles and all, but we just know how to win them. You know, get in it to win it. You know, it's uh, it's like the thing of your wife, your family. I, if I were you, I'd be, I'd be finding a way to get prayer cloths under their pillows or in their clothing or something and then believe in God for whatever, you know, because you can the way you build up your faith is faith the faith is you you know you believe for something small to start with and you get it and then you're up, up there and you're up to but if i were you i just start going for it what do you got to lose what can they really do other than send you to heaven and i don't think they could do that
3: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. i mean i really don't i don't think they want to <laughs>
3: Now they, they
4: they do they do want people to commit suicide. That is true. But uh, truthfully, you just need to, and all the listeners just need to realize we have power and authority over the enemy. See, on TV, on books you read, on everything, it's always showing a wimpy priest or preacher or something like that, or somebody that's a sicko, or you know, they're always showing them in a weak. Bad light, just like if you watch TV and programs, all uh, theaters and all that showing the last number of years of men as being wimpy, worthless, and all that, and pretty much true in a lot of cases. But that doesn't mean we can't take our rightful place, you know. And you have, see, you have power and authority over these things. You really have power and authority over it for your family, even though your wife might not be there. You still have power and authority to begin to come against those spirits holding her, your mother, and certainly your child. So I just get after it. One of the things I've always said, you know, is uh, if I go down, I'm going to go down swinging. Somebody's going to get hit awful hard before I go down.
1: (laughs) And I believe
4: believe you could be that way too, you know? So just be encouraged well thank you my brother
2: Hey, I, weren't we supposed to be talking about dolls today or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> hey we
3: are <laughs>
2: uh this is now uh, our second time around and uh I mean, we said we were talking about dolls and christmas and all that apparently we're not really supposed to be talking too much about christmas and all that kind of yeah. stuff
3: yeah, i think we're, we're just supposed to talk
2: about, about uh we're supposed to just talk about spiritual warfare and how real it is. And,
4: uh, you know, and that, uh, I think we need to put over gifts and gifts that we give and gifts that we receive and make sure that they don't have these entities in them. I know I bought a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff at thrift stores, and I realized I had to start getting these real nice clothes delivered because that's where the spirits would be here in the shoes or something else they they'd like to be in a human being but they'll get in an object or they'll get in a dog or cat or something like that and why they pick dolls a lot is because the dolls can have expressions and they demons like to be noticed they'd like to be when i say noticed they'd like to do what they're supposed to do which is He'll still destroy. So they love to create fear. Oh yeah! And they, what we got to do is we we are supposed to create fear in them because they already got it. The word says they're trembling. The name of Jesus trembling. You picture somebody's knees knocking each other. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
0: You know there's these object things it's important I've heard you talk about it and I'm sure your people have heard you talk about it but the object thing like maybe dolls Michael talked more about dolls because sometimes something like dolls there's a lot of things that have um, that are um, that second corinthians uh, six seventeen refer is referring to. It says come out from among them touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Well, this unclean thing it means impure ceremonially morally lewd specifically demonic. There are a lot of unclean things. And then in Acts 19:19, 19, 19, it tells us what to do with them. Many of them also which used curious arts. This is quoting Acts 19:19. 19, 19. Many of them also, which used curious arts brought their books together and burned them before all men, and they counted the price of them and found it to be 50 pieces of silver.
4: Yeah, curious arts, stuff attached to magic. And yeah,
0: curious boards, arts, you know, yeah, music, Ouija boards, uh, stuff attached, like, are, like I said, to magic.
4: A ball that, where they eat mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: eight ball, all kinds of things, horoscopes, Um, the, anything where you're getting knowledge somewhere from other than God. Right. Whether it's, a, even if it's a, a cookie, a Chinese fortune cookie, because uh, it's, it, it's impure ceremonially, it's morally lewd, it's specifically demonic, and that's what 2 Corinthians six seventeen is talking about. We're not even supposed to touch it, and you've been talking a lot about the stuff you think the Lord's been causing you to get rid of.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'm getting rid of, so there's probably more stuff right in here I still need to get rid of, and I'm just not recognizing it yet, but... It... I think pretty soon, but I'll be just me and my Bible. <laughs> That'll be all right. That'll be all right.
4: Then you then you can start adding to the clean things, which is, you know, any way you go, you're going to win. But I wouldn't look at nothing negative. That, or nothing negative should be able to tag itself to you. And just, I would begin to the battlefields in the mind, and this is for any listener, if you win the battle in the mind, you, you got him whipped. If, if you be sensitive, to everything that comes into your mind, where it's from and get rid of the bad, except the good mature Christian. I studied that one time. Cause so many people looking at portholes, all kind of, all kind of things. I, I can't tell you any things I've heard that a mature Christian is or does or this or that, or how to get to be one. And the Bible says simply a mature Christian that wants, knows the difference in right and wrong and does right. Now, how hard is that? See, the Lord doesn't want it to be mystical, mysterious, difficult to understand. He wants us to <clears throat> get the tools out of the Bible and get the job done. Um, You know, I, you
0: don't. Know- Let's go over a couple of other scriptures because, you know, Christmas has a lot to do with it. It's not just dolls and, and, and stuff, but there's a lot of this stuff in, in Christmas that has to do with these verses I'm going to read right now. You know, Solomon was in big trouble for the stuff that he had in 1 Corinthians. I'm not going to read this. 1 Kings 11.7, you can read it. 2 Kings 23.13, you can read about the Solomon's trouble. But in Deuteronomy 7.25 and 26, I do want to read that. The graven images, their gods, shall you burn with fire. You know, that's the same thing that Acts nineteen nineteen says. You shall not desire the silver or gold that is on them. That was worth 50 shekels or something. That was, that was valuable stuff they were burning in Acts 19. But right here it says, you shall not desire the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it unto you, lest you be snared in therein. For it is an abomination to the Lord thy God. Wait a second, before, Mike. No. Go no. ahead. Oh, I, I had
3: one more verse to read. Before. No, go ahead. No, get it for I...
0: Okay, and then we'll go over some of the these abominations of Christmas are pretty prolific. Anyway, Deuteronomy seven twenty six it says, "Neither shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be a cursed thing like it. But you shall utterly, utterly detest it. You shall utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing." There you
4: go. <laughs> Now, there's some things you know. People write books all the time saying, "I remember they write them in their twenties, thirties, and their sixties or 70 They say they're still the same and still think the same that other." I'm still learning, and uh, right. something that you know I'm still not completely uh, sold on, but I'm I've been looking at. As my wife disagrees with me, but you know the Indians uh, believe that. It, a lot of them, and I'm talking about the probably the older Indians, like, taking a picture, you're still their soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions. And we know people that use voodoo dolls and all like that. And I'm thinking we ought to even be careful about who takes our photograph and keeps it. That's just opinion. Now, that's not, I'm not saying that's scripture because my wife will pound me, you know, on that. But graven image can be, uh, you know, we do know that some of these people that are in who do voodoo and all that use photographs and burn them and all that sort of thing or I well, you know, some kind of here's thing. A,
2: a thought too um so so maybe you know somebody who's an artist um uh, and, and is a nice person you know as far as the standard of the world but also likes to dabble in stuff like horoscopes and uh, Oh, well, uh, tarot terror, terror cards and that kind of stuff. Is a nice person, right? As it, far as the world goes, I mean, they don't mean any harm. But because they dabble in that stuff, is there a possibility in any way that that this the spirits be, that are transferred from one medium to another, not even oh. based on their her own intent or their own intent or his own intent intention, just the fact that they are dabbling. And this, uh, the, you know, the witchcraft in one medium, it just goes into another one. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a, just
4: a, you need to, you just need, to, need to stay away from people, you know. I mean, there's certain people you need to stay away because they're very, you know, if, what, there's some simple sayings like, if you lay down with dogs, you wake up with fleas, you know, or something like <laughs> that. I mean, a lot, of world, a lot of worldly sayings, but there's some truth. All that, you just got to. I think, to stay I think away. there
3: is.
2: I think there is some truth to that whole idea that if you lay down with dogs, you, you're going to end up with fleas. That's and uh, I mean, even people that you really care about, and they could potentially be family members or etc. That you really care about, you just got to be really careful of gifts that you receive from them, and um, at least you got to pray over them and. You might just not, you know, you might have to decline or just keep them, you know, don't bring them into your home or whatever type of stuff. And, 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 well, you can, and they, they, By the way, the gift can be really from their heart and be really genuine and full of love come from their heart. But, you know, a demon doesn't care anything about you or anything about them. So mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
4: this is reality. You, know that you can go you can be all charged up and go to a family meeting or anything. And by the time you get back, your, your chin's dragging the ground, you know, or there used to be a game they played when I was a kid that, uh well, not a kid when I was in school, we, we would go by somebody and say, you really don't look too good. And you know, that'd go on for a while. And I, I almost a hundred percent of the time before the end of the day was out that, that person was sick going home. <laughs> you know, there wasn't, a, there wasn't nothing wrong with it. We were just, you know, we were just doing it. That's mean, but I mean, these things that we hear and accept, you know, are are very powerful. Gail's got some stuff.
0: Oh, no, that's okay. No, I was, you know, I was going to like, we were going to talk about dolls and Christmas. You know, we never got around to it. But the subject, the subject, you know, of uh, demons in, in, in dwelling stuff You know that that's that we we do need to pay attention to that because um, so much of the um, you know uh, uh, Christmas traditions started in the worship of gods, other gods. Now we talk a lot of times Christians will totally accept that we shouldn't do other things that are that have any ancient history regarding the worship of other gods. You know, so um, how come we don't, we want to just sort of ignore all that worship of the other gods as far as Christmas goes?
3: <laughs> I, yeah, that's a good question.
2: And here's the other thing, too, about you know, uh, the, these these items, too. Uh, you know, we when we buy, get something or we buy something, and it's just because it's new from, uh, you know, if, uh, it's some kind of new electronics or whatever... It might be a good idea um that we pray over it. I'm just just thinking some of the new idea uh, items that I bought it could 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 have mm-hmm. them been supernaturally or spiritually charged with demonic forces that may not even know it
3: mm-hmm.
2: was was it really that mm-hmm. big of a deal to pray over anything that you bring into your house, including food or whatever is it a good idea was it is it really that Big of a deal to start to develop, uh, you know, this whole a habit of praying unceasingly mm-hmm. about everything because mm-hmm. the more, at least the more and more that I'm learning of how, you know, you know, it's like in the dem- demonic realm and how it's it's all around us, and it's not a figurative.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not figurative. You know that that's, that mm-hmm. God is your shield and your buttress and your fortress and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's you're praying for that because literally there, it's like demonic realm is like it's like uh, they're like cockroaches. If you were to look from, you know, the air or the space or whatever you want to call it, um, you look down on where, where we live. It, it's just swarming with demonic entities. And uh, to, mm-hmm. so this is why you have to pray ceaseless, ceasing unceasingly, because of this mm-hmm. reality of what you're, what we are involved in, and that's one of the most mm-hmm. uh, profound things that I've learned this year. And that would be my gris- my Christmas gift to all of you, is the fact that th- <laughs> please develop the, your prayer life. That's more important than anything else. All the knowledge mm-hmm. in the world pales in comparison. That's what I've learned especially the past month. It, you know, it, All the things that I, all I've learned in the past five years don't mean a thing compared to what I've gone through this past month. And Me falling on my knees and praying out to God, it doesn't mean anything. Everything that I learned, doesn't mean a thing. And and I'm not disputing or disregarding all the things that everybody, all the wonderful people I've met that have taught me things. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Once you get involved in this, once the devil hits you and all these demonic entities hit you, and you realize that you're utterly and absolutely dependent on the Lord and nothing else matters, (laughs) literally, Lip, I mean, ap, I mean, this is not like, well, Mike, that's your opinion, but, you know, I don't see it that way. That's not my opinion at this point. Mm-hmm. That's about, that's, you know, it's like uh, me saying, well, that's my opinion that um, water's water. I mean, you know, water is water because it is water, and <laughs> it's not my opinion. You know, we're all in agreement, right, that water's water, and you're absolutely in need of it. <laughs> And if you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you think it's not your, <laughs> uh, and you're absolutely in need of Jesus for eternal salvation, and for your own self preservation here.
0: That's right. You know, and one of those things is one of those knowledge. You know, it says in Hosea that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. One of those things they perish from is a lack of knowledge about demons. And, and, and the more knowledge you have about how much power you have in the name of the Jesus, the more you're going to pray. The more you pray, the more you cast out demons, the more demons you cast out, the more you pray. Because the more you know it's, it's so exciting to see the victory and the freedom people get. So the more freedom people get, the more Michael Adams prays.
2: Yeah, and the more, and not only that, what other people get, and of course, and I'm probably more in that self-centered stage too. So it's more and more about Michael Adams getting freedom, and victory. <laughs> <right now. laughs> I hate to say it, but that's really that's really a man right now. Uh, that's what I, Michael Adams wants. You
0: spend a lot of time helping people come to this realization. You spend a lot of time, and people are grateful. You spend a lot of time putting this information out. On TalkShoe and and or YouTube or whatever it is, I'm a little confused about that. But um, you know, you <laughs> it's,
2: it's mostly uh, on most YouTube. People, at this point, I've most people
0: most of the ministry, most people don't. Most people no, don't spend that much time in ministry. If,
4: if you aren't wanting to get free, why in the heck should anybody listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> the prima donnas I know that they say they're already delivered, so de- so demonized. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in process.
2: Well, I can tell like you, a you fish know, a, I have great joy talking about Jesus at this point uh, as and uh, uh and it's wonderful uh, it, it it's and uh, and you know overall this journey is the vast majority of the time it has been and that's the case. There's been I I've had my, my moments of being uh uh, as so I talked to my friend, brother in Christ, too, I have my moments of being Peter, you know, and and denying Christ as well in this journey as well um, over the its past five years and and embarrassment as well. But I guess that's all part of the journey too that man has to go through. But um, I say it's much. I the joy of talking about Christ today. the peace that it brings to me and I, I, mean, I tell you what I do, and also about all the research I do on these demonic entities, I hate it to be honest with you at this point so, but I guess I have to keep on doing it but right now i got to recharge my battery so because it is, it's just the foulness of these things and you just know you look at them and they're ugly they're ugly all the way around, there's not a one redeeming thing about any of these things, and that's you know, and I go well. People go well. Duh, Mike, they're demons. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. I get it. I've, but you're not looking at these things. You're not spending like you know, four hours. You know. You know, going through you know uh, film and trying to find, it's you know, trying to you know, present things to people in a way. It gets the message out, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And because I got hundreds of them, then I got to worry about for every one image I have, there's like a hundred images, and I got to worry about well, if I get sued by sharing somebody else's, or you know, to cause problems, or how much of trouble I'm going to get in if I share them with what, what? You know what I mean? And then there's, uh, you know, just breaking down a particular picture can take a day just for the number of demonic entities so anyways and it's just not any fun doing it to be quite frank with you folks it's not really much fun so and then you gotta you gotta do other things to go along with it but this is fun <laughs> talking to brothers and sisters in christ this is fun i like doing this. this is joy this is the only no, work. it's not like it's not like you thinking, can
4: these days you'll have so many of these you can hold a demonic uh beauty pageant
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: well you know i was thinking you know i got folks that i know that you know in the quote unquote bigfoot community that you know they they go they go and do uh lectures you know they go to to do a lecture at the the, the public library on bigfoot so they can demon not knowingly they can demonize more people and i just think to myself I wonder if the public library will allow me to have one of my lectures.
3: Mm, Ladies and gentlemen, Bigfoot fake so.
2: is a demon, mean, and if you don't get right
4: with Jesus, you're going straight to hell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you'll we'll be doing that. But once you, you get cataloged all this stuff you're doing, see, even the world respects all this research and everything. They can't very really well not. You know, where some of the people getting up and giving them lectures now I don't know sick them from suck them as we used to say in the south you know they they really don't they might have you know seen you know they've been chasing around or getting funded or you know whatever but i've seen some of them and some of them are really you know sincere not that they're not sincere but most of them don't have very much experience in what they're doing You're cataloging all types of your experience and other people's experiences, and really that when you start these lectures and all that you'll be doing, you'll be doing it with a knowledge base. Yeah, not from the guessology or or opinionology.
3: <laughs>
4: opinionology, oh, you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The fellow on today, Tom, he was so, you know, very. He was. He's such an interesting person. He had to start somewhere. He's got a huge base base of knowledge, and um, he's got a, you know, but but he's been there, done that, and he's he's the more he learns, the more um, the more he can get across to us, and we
2: appreciate it. And that's the same yeah. with you.
3: That's yeah. You.
2: Yeah, I, I <laughs> hope uh, I hope him and uh, Rick meet, meet. I don't know if you, you caught that in the beginning and end of the show, but, uh, uh, uh you know, the, the, the fellow that, that captured that demon and, 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 uh, being rebuked and driving that, that yeah. demon out of his backyard. I hope they meet. I think that would be a great, because he wants to do, uh, some, you know, uh, uh, some film work on this particular subject matter, obviously. And, uh, that would be good for Rick. And, um, anyway it's a so works a talented guy he's a good mm-hmm. musician and so you know it's, it is it's hard in a lot of folks right now because it's there a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that are isolated i was talking to a sister in Christ was it it was last night after the show uh, that's going through this and, and capturing these demonic entities in her neighborhood and in her backyard and she's a, 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 a sister in Christ She actually prayed for me. That was really nice of her. (laughs) Last time it was me praying for her, but uh, I was so drained. And, uh, you know, she wanted me to see her images that she captured. And I'm just like, okay. And I told her, I said, I just, I can't right now. Don't, Don't take it wrong, but right now. I just don't want to look at another demon right now. <laughs> but, you know, right I, I'm on. sure, I, I'm absolutely sure you caught a demon on film. I'm absolutely confident of that at this point. But just, uh, but we can talk about it. And, you know, so she's talking about these catching these orbs in the backyard and and all these demonic entities and people seeing it and the neighbors seeing it. And then I'm just like, cool, so, you know, praise
4: Jesus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, you're going to be by yourself and lonesome even when you're in a crowd. You're going to say, what? That guy's who? You know that guy over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know him. We know about him.
3: <laughs> I got to say something
0: real quick. Sometimes people think you're crazy. I remember we had a, we have had a great experience recently getting to know um, uh, a school chum with Mike. She, she, they met and were good friends at about age five six years old they went to school all all their years of school together she even had some interesting stuff about mike in her book and and uh, so a few years ago thir- 14 to be exact at a at a, a reunion a high school reunion and they were sitting at the table together and they were talking and and um and she she uh, asked mike hey, well how you doing what you been doing lately and he says, well i've been casting out demons so she, at that point, <laughs> thought, thought Mike was nuts, and she was afraid of him, and she avoided him for the next 13 years. So then mutual friends of ours got in touch with her and said, and she talked to her, and she said, well, what you been doing lately? And she says, well, my husband and I have been learning from Mike and Gail how to cast out demons. And she said, really? <laughs> And and so but see, she needed those thirteen years to to get to the point where she is where she's not afraid of Mike anymore because he casts out her depression. Timing Timing is important. She he Mike cast out her depression and she's very happy and grateful that she's no longer taking three psychotropic antidepressants any longer. She's fine, she's free. She's free of those those demons and she's learning about deliverance and she's happy, happy, happy.
4: Oh, that's something that's I good. think I'll sneak in there with the dolls because it, it seems like a whole herd of people that have dolls and Teddy, bear, all kind of, um, you know, friends in their childhood Uh uh-huh. that they end up later on depressed and see the word depressed or depression is just, It's like a catch-all for all kind of different, what I'd call symptoms, like anxiety and fear, and you know, you can you can just throw all kind of turnips in that pot.
2: I don't know where I came up with it. Well, I'll tell you what. (laughs) But uh, you know, before I knew the Lord, or before the Lord got a hold of me, I had all sorts of those symptoms. You know, anxiety. And, uh, I, you know, I uh, especially, you know, what do I do with my life, you know, and uh, drives, you know what I mean, uh, and all sorts of things, you know, that the drives of this world, you know, drives men, you know, that, um, you know, animalistic drives, basically, and it would drive people to basically, in, in a lot of ways, go mad. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's. I mean, if there's not the Spirit of God that's going to drive you, then some other Spirit's going to drive you. It's just that. It's just the way it is. I mean, you can't, You just good luck trying to exist in this realm without it walking around as an empty vessel. It just isn't going to happen. I tried. I really tried, believe me. <laughs> <It> didn't work. <laughs> not for very long, believe me. You know, it's a. So. <laughs>
0: See now all, all kinds of you and I. I wanted to bring up something because I'm afraid I'll forget. Because I want to. Uh, I hope oh, that but you go, be
2: can, can I say one okay. more thing? But you can't hold that thought. No. Do not forget it. No. I want to say something okay. to, to in case that, that 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 sister Christ that I talked about that we had a conversation yesterday. I want to make it really clear. In case you hear this, my sister in Christ, I was not knocking you, and I'm very grateful for that phone call, and I'm very grateful for that conversation, and I hope we have many more. I was just, I was just in a bad space, and that's all I was saying. And, and so, but thank you for that phone call, thank you for that prayer, and everything else. So, at that, okay, go ahead, Gail. I just didn't want to leave off the bad impression that I like, was not appreciative of her and you know what she was trying to do. You know what I mean?
3: That's
0: so, good. I, I did notice you said, um, you said that you had a great prayer and that that's good. I was thinking I'm oh, good. I'm glad he's got a great friend in Christ there. That's wonderful. Yeah. That was my impression of the whole statement. Well, okay. But uh, what, what I wanted to say um, is uh, I hope you do have a chance to uh, talk with Erica on Omega Man tonight. Because see, these things are these are things are important for um, for the Omega Man people to hear your experiences, because he's got a lot of people that follow him, and they're learning how to cast out demons. And but I want that wanted just to say they can go and they can go to the archives. And if they if you do get an opportunity to talk with Erica tonight, they can go to the archives and listen to it. You know that that'll be good. Yeah.
2: Well, this, Erica, she called me right after you called me, and then uh, <clears throat> so that was nice. It, it was nice to have. T- Two two uh, sisters in Christ call me that day, and then that was a nice buffer after having uh, my son's mother call me. <laughs> uh, before my, my son's mother called me, that was that was pretty rough. After the, that,
4: then you're going to get a prayer call together for that situation, I know you. Never, uh, yeah, uh, that's you
2: that, wax, that's, but... that's that sounds like a great idea. That's a great way of. Uh, oh, yeah, you out. get
4: the prayer call, you pray, and then you believe God for. You begin to look at her like uh I've been she praying, is
2: our for, been praying for her and God to heal her and to and you know, that to rebuke all and bind, bind all the demonic entities that are driving her and just to cleanse her and all that kind of stuff and free her and all that. And they're praying for
4: a long, long time for it. Well let me, yeah, let I, me shorten your prayer. Send your prayer off and then pray believing. So you gotta have you got to have assurance and things so far yet not seen. I used to hate for people to get me to come up to pray for people. When I was in the church, you know, bring elders, some other people up to pray for somebody because nobody really understood that you, you, are better off to not pray for them. If you don't have faith, it will be healed. Believe they'll be healed. Read the scriptures and believe it. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to be hard, but but what it is is uh faith is not hope hope is good but faith is assurance in things hope far yet not seen now assurance comes from the lord from the bible by stripes you're healed in other words there's ways to build assurance but a prayer costs a good thing you <clears throat> pray over that right there in what you pray get it to the person and then begin to watch him and 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 Look at them as if they're already there. Treat them as if they're already there. Talk to them as if it's already there. See what I'm saying, or maybe not. Well, Sounds well, strange, but
2: oh no, it's if worth it... it. I mean, I mean, yesterday was the very first time I I went around the house and actually, or really, I mean, with uh it was coconut oil, but it was oil, and I blessed the house. know, <laughs> you know, you know. You know what I mean, and I was serious about it. I went all around the outside of the house, and oh, uh, uh, well, I tell—I know one thing. I had a very, although I had that that moment at three in the morning when something woke me up, and I rebuked it, but I went right back to sleep. So it wasn't like I—I uh, I had a good night's sleep overall. I thought, comparatively speaking, rest <laughs> you know, I was woken up, but it wasn't like you know. I was, I, I was driven by it. I wasn't, there wasn't any fear at all. You know what I mean? I just woke up. I was more annoyed that something, some but something or someone or something bothered to, or dare wake me up.
3: Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. The more, the more victories you have, the more assurance you get, the more assurance you get, the more, more victories you have, because the more you pray you know because you you know that um you know that there is so much power in the name of jesus and really a lot of people think they're scared by demons and casting out demons they're not it's it's easy jesus said my burden is easy my load is light you know casting out demons people make it too complicated you know we say jesus said three two words and we say seven jesus said come out we say come out in the name of jesus Uh
4: uh-huh that's not seven Five.
0: Oh, so is that five come out in the name of Jesus? It's seven words. i
3: got it right. I'm using
0: <Jordan.
3: laughs> Oh, I see. In Jesus' name, that's only five. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what
2: here. Before we go, i got this a uh, couple things of business. Uh, first, from... Uh, Friends and brother, a friend of the show uh, and brother in Christ, Andrew, from Kansas, Wichita. Andrew. First of all, he shared. Uh, I guess there's a the book he wanted to share. If been was interested, look up the witch that switched. Uh, Irwin, our uh, um, Harrington uh, Park, I guess is what it is. And then also he, he brought up. Something else for somebody to look into if they're interested um about dream catchers, and I totally agree with that. stay away from dream catchers uh, which goes line with what we're talking about uh, uh stay away yeah. from anything like dream catchers anything to do with that uh dream catchers um and it says here uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and anything that's you know, and it's funny too, because my mother uh she like supports this one Native American organization, and they always in in thanks they send her a dream catchers, <laughs> so that's something to think about folks When I mean, there's you know in gratitude they send you basically a curse. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
3: that's right. That's right.
2: And then, uh, okay. So then, Mike and Gail, their their uh, YouTube or their YouTube, their, their uh, website is Sexual Abuse Demons, which is one word. So it's www.sexualabusedemons.com, and that will be in the information box uh, for the show and the YouTube channel. And uh, so check that out. If you want to get a hold of them they have there's contact information and um yeah uh, gail would you, did you want to leave the uh, contact information here mention it yep. uh, Yeah, sure. okay
0: the website is um, luke ten dot seventeen and twenty at gmail dot com luke ten dot seventeen and twenty at gmail dot com
2: that's 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 the email, that's the website, so right
0: no that's the website that's the email, and the and a and d is written out
2: okay, so that will be in the information box too and uh, folks, thank you so much for spending another evening with me, and it's been probably a lot more f- for me than you, <laughs> and I'm so thankful, and hopefully uh it, it will happen soon again and um uh, I know the I, I know andrew for one really enjoys you folks and i know he, he i think he's mentioned that he would like to contact you folks he's had some interesting experiences himself and he's he's oh, been yeah. around the block been around the block himself he's been a, a, a brother in christ for quite a while um so let's see where we have with all this kind of things uh okay the guests going were show thank you um Uh, Mike and Gail please stay on and let me end this recording
1: I really enjoyed it